Okay, okay. We are back with another episode, Tipsy Tailgate Media. I'm Aiden. I'm Ben. And we're back with NFL Week 7. You know, last week we uh, we were busy. We were busy, so we had to take we one off. We had a bye week. We had a yeah, bye we, week. <laughs> we had our bye week. It was a tipsy bye week. It was a tipsy bye week. Hopefully you guys had enough replacements in your fantasy lineup to uh, replace uh, our absence. Maybe a couple other podcasts. Maybe a Barstool sure, podcast in the meantime. I mean, they did what they could, but nothing's replaced. I mean, it's like it's like when Jimmy played those first four games, or first three, rather, for Tom when he got suspended. Did he get the job done? Sure. Was he Tom Brady? Fuck no. Fuck no. It's, it's so. like Matt Castle for that one year. but Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but not, the, not it, as effective. Like, it was good, but did you make the playoffs? No. 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 <laughs> um, so, we're back off the bye week. And let me tell you, I mean, we are – geniuses this year on the picks uh, and we're gonna get to that in just a second but week seven is here um if you guys are following us along we're never gonna miss a week that's for sure on social so go and follow us on instagram twitter tiktok all those platforms youtube of course listen on spotify apple Podcasts, whatever it is at tipsy tailgate media and uh you know a big part of that is if you go and check out our instagram or twitter every week we're posting on sunday at 10 a.m we're posting our picks and let me tell you, we're doing a great job right now. I am 19, 15, and one push. Ben is 17 and 14. Listen, I said it a couple episodes ago. If you're over 500 in sports betting, you know, it's usually you're, you're doing, doing something great. Right. You're doing something right. We're both, you know, I'm four games up. You're two games up from 500. Like, this isn't a flash in the pan. We know what we're doing. It's week seven, and uh, we've been dialed in so far. So, Make sure, uh, you know, if you're interested in picks, it's not gambling advice, but, you know, we're definitely giving out some solid uh, tips here if you wanted to go in at your own risk. Uh, and, and with that said, you know, there's another thing we've been keeping track of this year, and it's been our Patriots pick them for games. And, you know, we're not doing too hot. The Patriots aren't doing too hot, which no. plays into us not doing too hot on this. No, I am two and four. Ben is three and three on picking Patriot games this year. And, uh, and we're going to have another one this week. I mean, Starting... the Raiders, really, the Raiders, the Raiders. I mean, how are, we supposed, how are you supposed to know? I mean, given they're horrible, we are terrible. But the Raiders suck. They suck. You know what? We suck that bad. We are just that bad. So I'm not picking us to win another game all year. Not one. And not you one. know what? And it's worse that it was the Raiders because they're – they're like what the Dolphins used to be, where it's, you know, every single former coach, every single yep. former player. It's just a worse Patriots. Right. Is well, what it used to be. Right now, they're a better Patriots. Exactly. So it, that was a really, really tough watch. And let's just get straight into the Patriots game this week. Bills are going to New England. Nine point underdogs. The Patriots are at home. I don't know if I've ever seen that in my lifetime. Nine point underdogs. Uh, and 40, 40 is the over under. Ben, I'll let you take the floor. I'll let you take the floor on this. This is uh, this is going to be one of those where the over is going to hit, but it's going to be one team scoring. Um, I think. Yeah. I think the Pats lose forty five to thirteen. I think they get absolutely shredded. Uh, I think Bills shot. I think Bills done. At least in New England, um, maybe a little later we'll talk about where he could end up. Mm. Um, but I think Bill's done Stay in tuned. New England. I think he's done there. I think he's ruined Mac Jones. Do I think that Mac Jones was ever going to be a Hall of Fame caliber player? No, no. But is he far? Is he supposed to be far better than what he is right now? Yeah, one hundred percent he is. Yeah. Um, I think last year Bill ruined his confidence. I think there's no trust between Mac and the organization. Uh, let alone just Bill. I don't think he trusts anyone on the team anymore. Um, I think Bill O'Brien has done what he can with the horrendous amount of talent that he has with this offense. Obviously, Judon and Gonzalez getting hurt. We saw the writing on the wall on that one. Those were easily your two best players. Um, no one's bought in at this point, and I don't think they should be. Clearly, no one's buying what Bill's, what Bill's selling. I think Bill has checked out since about – that Cowboys loss, I think he checked out after that one. And yeah. I think the team as a whole checked out after that one. Uh, this team is horrendous. They're not good. They have no talent. And I'm going to enjoy watching them get blown out on Sunday. I think it's going to be funny. Yeah, so really quickly while we're on this, do you think that at this point, are you good? And uh, and are you 
looking forward to the idea of the Patriots kind of tanking this one out and yes. looking for a top pick, maybe a yes. quarterback. Yes. I want the Pats to get Drake May. If you okay. get Drake May, here's my – let's just get into it. Let's get into my plan for the Pats. Let's hear it. Bill's got to go. You got to trade Bill. That's that's you have to trade Bill, and you have to get some kind of asset for him. Because listen, I know people are going to be like, "Oh, well, he's shot. He's done." All right. How many times have you seen a coach look like he's done, and then a team still gives him a chance to to regroup and recover? You saw with Mike Ditka when he went to the Saints. He mm-hmm. did a horrible job there, but they still went for it. Um, but yeah, uh, you saw with with. Um, with Jimmy Johnson going to Miami. Yeah. Uh, that's another example of it. Um, you're seeing it now with Sean Payton almost, yeah, you know? Yeah, you are. You're right, 100%. Um, so, Bill, as long as Bill wants to coach in the NFL, a team's going to take him. A team will take him. You see it with players all the time. Uh, you saw it with Emmett Smith going to the Cardinals late in his career. Even though everyone knew it was going to be a disaster, they still wanted to do it because guess what? It affects your bottom line. It makes you more money, and that's why teams do it. Um I think Zeke to, to the Pats. Well, yeah, another one. Perfect. <laughs> another one. Um, Bill should get traded to the LA Chargers to coach that team that has a lot of talent and they have a lot of talent in that defense, which I think he could fix. Um, and then just let Herbert kind of like the end with Tom, let Tom do what he's going to do in the offense. You control the defense. Uh, I think that they could find a lot of success with Bill and LA there. Besides the point, what I think the Pats need to do on their end outside of trading Bill Promote Gerard Mayo to head coach because everyone on the team loves him. And if you're going to find some sort of buy-in again, it's going to be with Mayo. So you have to promote Mayo. Uh, I like Revitalize, that. re-energize that defense, which we know has talent. We know it's good. Um, you have all the pieces that you need. Maybe add in a linebacker and then the defense is fine. The thing that really fucked him over was Judon getting hurt. Even beyond Christian Gonzalez getting hurt. Judon getting hurt is what really put the nail in the coffin. Yeah. And then rebuild the offense. Keep Bill O'Brien on as the OC. I really don't think that it's been him. That's the problem at all with the offense. I think it's the lack of talent. I think it's the way that Mac has played. I think the O-line is awful. Uh, and obviously O-line. there's – Oh, my gosh. The O-line is so bad. The O-line is horrible. You have to completely rebuild from there. Get a guy like Drake May in the draft, which you're on pace to do. I don't think you even have to tank. I think you have to go out there and be yourself, and you will fall into yeah. what a top five pick. So, yep. I th- honestly, I think with Mayo they'll be in good hands. It'll be a little rocky at first. They won't be, uh, especially with the state of the division, how good the division is. But if you do a complete rebuild with Mayo, give him the keys, give him a five year period to turn it around. Especially given how good the Bills and the Dolphins and even the Jets uh-huh. is looking at are going to be for the next few years. Hand the keys over to Mayo. Let him do what he's going to do. See what he can do, and draft a new quarterback and get it started from there. That's that's what I think the Pats need to do. As much as I love Mac, and as much as I think everything that happened isn't really on him uh-huh. at this point, he shot his confidence is done. You have to start fresh with the new guy. Hopefully Drake May because he is the real deal. And I was talking to this. Sorry, I'm going on a bit of a tangent here. No, go ahead. I was talking to our friend Jason. <laughs> if you watch Drake May and watch Drew Bledsoe right next to each other, they have the same exact throwing motion. They have a very similar build. And how how poetic would that be to draft another guy like a Bledsoe to bring you back to a winning culture? Bledsoe, who doesn't get enough credit for everything that he did for the Patriots, given that Tom took over and won the Super Bowl. Drew Bledsoe, I would argue is one of the biggest reasons that the Pats have the culture that they've had over the past 25 years. He is the reason that they were able to build what they were able to build. You needed that guy to get you out of the dog shit zone into we're a real team, we're a real competitor. And to me, that's what Drew Bledsoe did. So I think it would be, honestly, it it would be a beautiful thing to see, to see a guy like Drew Bledsoe come back and do the same thing. It would be a full circle type of thing for the franchise. Yeah. Um, so I got a couple things I want to post you here. Um, do you think it's worth it to, you know, give Malik Cunningham some starts, whoever it is, Will Greer some starts in hopes of being bad enough to maybe secure that number one overall pick? Because Caleb Williams is, you know, 
as good as Drake May might be, Caleb Williams has pretty much all the hype right now. What do you think about that? I would honestly rather Drake May over Caleb Williams, and here's why. I think Caleb Williams has an attitude problem. We've seen what he's been saying the last – I don't know if you've seen it, but the last few days yep. he's been saying some wild stuff that if I'm if I'm a team, I want no part of that. You're not even in the league yet, and it's completely different from the way that Eli and Elway went about it where they said, well, we don't want to go to this team. It's asking for ownership in a team. Like, who do you think you are? Honestly, who do you think you are? At least yeah. John Elway was a spectacular – I'm not saying that Caleb Williams isn't a spectacular athlete, but Elway was drafted by the Yankees. Um, he was the best football player in the nation. Not that Caleb Williams isn't. Eli Manning was a Manning, Peyton Manning's little brother and Archie's son, so you knew what you had there. You knew that Eli Manning was going to be great. Caleb Williams, like, who do you think you are, really? Who do you think you are to ask for ownership? Like, dude, you're a college quarterback. You can't be saying shit like that. To me, that means that there's going to be further problems down the line, and you don't want to get beholden to a guy. In all, in all honesty, I don't care how good he is, you don't want to get beholden to a guy like that. So I'd rather Drake May. Okay, so that's interesting. So, um, I, and I hear you on, on, on a lot of those points. Uh, the stuff he's been saying is has definitely been um, a little, you know, troubling recently. Um, I don't think I don't think he should be going out there and, and talking all that. You know, uh, at the end of the day, like, you know, we've seen guys um, be great in college and then yeah. really underwhelming. Just in, not good. Exactly. It's it's a completely different game over there. Now, so, with that said, though, Caleb Williams would be the biggest bust. He would be the biggest bust. Oh, the seen. way he's talking, yes, if yeah, he, yeah, um, and and so I, with all things accounted for, you know, that being said, exactly what you just mentioned, I still like Caleb Williams a lot. He's easily my QB one here, and um, I actually have a different QB two than you. Um, it's not Drake May for me. It's actually uh, Michael Penix Jr. Oh, I really like him. That's interesting. Um, I really like him, and I just think that you know what we've seen since in the post Brady era is a lot of being behind the curve, a lot of, you know, we're still doing stuff the old way. We're still not right. adjusting. Right. I think we need to adjust. And, you know, not that you can't do it with a pocket passer. Um, Drake may, it's not like he can't move. Right. Um, so, a bit of a so Herbert quality. Exactly. Team. Yes. He, yeah. He's like six, four two thirty, I believe. Um, and he can move a little bit. So not that he can't do it, but I just think Penix brings a whole nother, um, you know, way that this offense can really get going you know like i think that this is a team that we need the playmakers we need all the playmakers we can get just because we we know we're not going to hit on qb or a, a receiver in the draft right we no we're not going to sign a big receiver well what if bill's not there see then like, you could then yeah exactly. Maybe you would then then things change but you know going off the past decade uh two decades you know, you can't expect us to hit on a receiver. You can't expect us to hit on a on a, a stud running back. You know, I mean, Ramondre is good, um, and, and this O line is a lot to blame. But you know, I, I wouldn't put him in the top ten right now. Uh, but what I'm saying here is, you know, why don't we go ahead and grab a quarterback that can make those plays uh, a little bit himself, as well as from the pocket? I mean, we saw him at Indiana; he was great. I understand there's a lot to worry about with coming off that uh, those two ACLs. Mm -hmm. And I think a reason for why I could see the Patriots doing this is because what are we always known to do on draft day? And if Belichick's still there, we'll probably do again. Take the surprising pick that no one thought you would. Well, we usually trade back first and then oh do that. God. So you're right. I mean, Penix, you know, as good as he is and as good <laughs> as he might do to finish the year, He's mocked around 22 right now. If, I could see us trading back to around 12, 15 and trying to get that and trying to get some more value in that in that situation. May is not lasting. Caleb's definitely not lasting. I don't right. think Shadur is going to enter the draft. So right. I think Penix is a huge, um, like, you know, not red flag, but like blinking uh, alarm that's that's right there. Right. And it's like, you know, you can go get him and, and still get capital left. So I, that's why I think this might be a move that the Pats could go for. And uh, and it would be interesting to see because, you know, we've never really had a quarterback that, you know, he's a lefty, I believe. Right. right. Um, we've never had a guy that that could just make things happen on his feet while, you know, being able to move out of the pocket and throw it on throw on the run. I mean, 
I'm interested to see what you think. If Bill does that, I will officially quit my Patriots fandom. If you have Drake May in the hand and you go back and take someone out, I personally, and this is because I think Drake May is going to sound a little blasphemous. I think he is the most surefire, sure thing in the draft. He might not be, might have the, might not have the highest ceiling, but I think he is the least bust ability out of all the quarterbacks that are coming in. And I know that sounds crazy with Caleb Williams, okay. but to be honest, I his comments disturbed me that much this week. That's how much I'm worried about it. Um, not saying he will be a bust. I'm saying I'm worried. I'm worried about a guy having that kind of attitude coming in. If you have Drake May sitting there and you're at like four or five, which you will be there. You're the Patriots right now. You will be in four through six. You will be in that territory. You are that bad. Yeah. If you leave Drake May on the board, I'll be fucking pissed. I will be pissed. I will be so mad. So mad. Yeah, that that would be uh I mean it would depend but what they do point, with it, but it would be agreed. so Bill. It would be so Bill to do that. Yeah, and I but also then again, does Kraft step in and say, Hey, no, you're taking this kid. You're not trading back. You're so taking this kid what right I was now. Gonna, what I was gonna say is what do you think about all the reports, especially today and yesterday, that are coming out about um you know, craft being very open or not very open, but it's getting leaked. And usually what we know from Patriots, um, the organization is if it's getting leaked, it's getting leaked on purpose because they're that, you know, tight knit. Do you think it's something with craft? The truth is there truth behind that report. Those reports that craft is already, you know, maybe looking at life after Belichick. I think so. I think so. Um, I think he was doing that last year. Um, not just this year. Um, from everything I've seen and everything I've read, mm-hmm. he was extremely pissed about the move to hire Judge and Patricia last year, as any owner would be and should be. Um, but I'm from stuff that I've seen, I'm pretty sure that Kraft was close to pulling the trigger and getting rid of Bill last year, even before the yeah. season. Uh-huh. So if he was that close last year, when you go eight and nine, I mean, why wouldn't you get rid of him when you're going three and 14? No, for sure. Like, yeah. so makes yeah. Sense. And, and I mean, everything that they've said to Mayo, and I know that we went through the same thing with McDaniels talking about, Oh, you're next in line. You're next in line. It was completely different. Like Bill was making the playoffs. Then he went 10 and seven with a rookie quarterback. And it looked like, like, let's be honest, it looked like Bill may have gotten another Super Bowl in him. He may have had another one in him. When you go 10-7 and 7 with a rookie quarterback, like, the there, there's no, no ceiling course. on that. There's no yeah, ceiling. Yeah, there's no reason to think that. No reason exactly. to think that he couldn't get it done again. Um, but, yeah, if if you're 3-14 and 14 and you're Robert Kraft, who is an aggressive businessman and does whatever it takes to win, you're getting rid of Bill. I, I can't. I can't see him keeping him. And to be honest, the whole keep Bill as the coach, get rid of him as the GM thing, that doesn't work he for would me never. He it would, doesn't work well, for Well, I don't even think he would. I, yeah, I don't think it works for him either. I mean, every, everything we know about Bill Belichick is I want to do things my way, my way right. or the highway. So right. why would he? No. Dude, um, and, and, like, on top of Bill himself, you got to get his fucking kid out of there. I'm so sick of <laughs> seeing his son. Like, get the fuck out of here. Honestly. Honestly, get him out of here. Just sticking his tongue out on national television. Like, get the fuck out of here. I'm so sick of seeing uh, you. <laughs> so we, sick of seeing you. I think we, we agree on a lot of these points. And uh, and I'm excited to see as the draft heats up and that college football season heats up and, and we kind of see where we're going to be picking. These conversations are going to be good, especially if, if I'm on the Caleb train and you're on the May train. Right. Um, it'll be cool to see how, how that pans. So, so make sure you guys stay tuned and subscribe to uh, keep following our content and seeing that. But back to the game, Bills at Pats plus nine are the Patriots underdogs by nine points. 40 is the over-under. I think the Patriots lose in this one. Yep. Uh, I'm not taking the nine points just because who knows, you know, it's the Patriots at home against the Bills. We, We have a history of, of course, in the Brady era, but we have a history of, you know, really putting the hurt on the bills at times. So I'm not going to go with the plus with that nine points. What I'm going to say though, is bills over team total 24 and a half points. I think that's one of the biggest locks of the week. Um, this bills offense has been 
you know, even when it's had its slow points, it's still been scoring a lot of points. So give me that Bills over 24 and a half. Uh, that's my pick, and I'm going Bills. I think the Bills win this game. What about you? Yeah, I'm taking the Bills as well. I think they absolutely crushed the Pats. Again, I think the over hits, and I think it's because of one team scoring. I think the Bills hit the over themselves. Um, yeah, they could. So yeah. I, I really I, – this team is bad. There's no buy-in. Um, the Bills need a get-right win. And you know what's interesting? I heard this on one of my favorite Boston shows today. Does it really seem like – remember Max rookie year – when the Bills beat us, and you could just tell that they reveled in it, they loved it. Like they loved that they beat the that, Pats. That playoff fired, one? yeah. It just oh. fired them up that they kicked the Pats' ass. Oh. They beat us, and they don't care anymore. That's how much you've fallen. They beat yeah, you, they, and they really—it's like another day at the office. They really don't care, yeah, which is yeah. kind of embarrassing, like really embarrassing. So, yeah, I mean, we had exactly we had all the momentum coming off a twenty-year dynasty to stay even if we're a mediocre team and we're just flirting with the playoffs every year yeah. we just stay you know aggressive and stay in the minds of other teams mm-hmm. we've fallen so far that we're not even we're an after you lose and right no one now. cares no one cares yeah and it reminds me of um you know the cowboys when everyone was like oh maybe they're gonna be good this year maybe was, and they were terrible they get zeke at like what pick four i think something like that mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and then they Right, I think they went to the playoffs after they were great. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like I don't even. It's not even one of those things. It's not like oh, it's our off year. We're gonna get a high pick and then bounce right back. It's not like that. I don't think. Yeah, no, I think this rebuild. is a exactly. Complete I think rebuild. we need to go into a full rebuild. We talked about that last week. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. We yeah. didn't buy into a complete rebuild, and that's why you're in the situation that us. you are now. I think Bill. Yeah. I think Bill tried to chase Tom's success in Tampa way too quick. He, he tried to get he ahead knew of the it would, curve. I mean, he either knew that way, Tom was gonna yeah. win. He exactly. knew that Tom's going to win. He wanted to keep up. And yeah. he wanted to keep up with him. Exactly. And this is what it got you. Yeah. I understand no, Bill's mindset 100%. in that. But listen, that led to your demise in New England, which is kind of sad. But hey, like, if you're going to win games, you can't be here anymore. Agreed. Um, okay, on to this next one because we took a decent chunk of time on that one. <laughs> um, Lions at Ravens. Ravens are three-point favorites. Interesting line there. Yeah. Uh, Three-point favorites. Uh, home, 43 is the over-under. Um, what I think plays into this line is the fact that the Ravens – or the, the Lions are without David Montgomery. He's yep. hurt. Jameer Gibbs missed last week. I'm not sure if he's supposed to play this week or not. But he either has way, to be. He has to be. Either way, he hasn't been great. Right. He's been very right. underwhelming, actually. Even when Montgomery I, was go out. Ahead and say that. Even yeah. when Montgomery was hurt, he wasn't that great. Um, And with that said, I mean – Watch out, because Craig Reynolds is a good running back. I've always liked Craig Reynolds. He he's a grinder, you know, grinding to make the team year after year. Yeah, and uh, and I think he's going to be a good. I think he might be their RB one in as as much time as Montgomery misses, unless Gibbs finally wakes up. I mean, is Gibbs? It's early. It's early. But if you're Jameer Gibbs, I mean, he's tra- Yeah, you're in a perfect situation where you have an absolute beast to work off of in David Montgomery, who's having the best year of his career. And you have a great O-line. You have a great offense. You have a motivational head coach who is looking like the coach of the year. He might, he might have what the second or third best team in the NFC right now. Um, Are you a bus, Jameer Gibbs? Like, are you a bus? I know it's six weeks into his career, but dude, running back isn't one of those positions where we typically see guys have to ease into it. Saquon Mm -hmm. hit the ground running. Christian McCaffrey hit the ground running. Zeke, as you just said, carried the Cowboys to a 13-3 yeah, I mean, season. Really, the only one I could think of is uh, Derrick Henry. He had like yeah. a year and a half where he was all right, and then he just And then he boom. got his man body, and then bam, like yeah, just so took over. I agree. Like, honestly, I think it's time to start talking about not label him as a bust. I'm not saying that. Yeah, I, I completely It's concerning. Agree. It's concerning. Very concerning. Hundred um, percent, and that probably plays into this line. So, what do we think here? I, uh, you know, I want to completely buy into the Ravens, but I don't love their weapons. I mean, I like Zay Flowers a lot, and I think he's going to have a really solid career. Mark Andrews, bro, where you been? Where he's you had been? An awful he's year. dropping passes. He's had an he awful had a bad year. second half of last year. It's literally the second I traded for him in fan. Or no, the second I traded for Lamar Jackson in fantasy. I think from you, Ben. Yep, it last was. year. It was. Since that point, Mark Andrews has been 
a nobody. He's Absolute been a, dog a shit. top 15, 20 tight end. You're supposed to be top three, man. Like Top two. He's supposed top to be top two. I mean, it's embarrassing, on, uh, especially with the expectations he was supposed to have at what he's doing right now. So I don't know. I don't even want to buy into those guys. And then on the other side, the Lions, yeah, the running game might not be there, but their O-line is phenomenal. Phenomenal. And they're going to make phenomenal. whatever running backs in there do great. So like I'm saying, I think I'm going Lions here. I think the Lions win this game. Tipsy Bowl of the week, I'm taking the Ravens. I'm going to take the Ravens. Um, I love it. To me, I've been saying this all year, and the Lions have been I, – I didn't say anything negative about the Lions, but I said that they have to prove consistency because they're a team that hasn't found historical success. So now you're the Lions at 5-1, and one, and I believe the Ravens are what, 4-2? and two? Um, though wait, so the Lions are – 5-1. and I, one. They might be 5-1. and one. I think one? the Lions are five and five one. Five and one, yeah. Five and, and one. I, Ravens I believe are four the Ravens two. are four and two. Yeah. To me, this is the perfect scenario where we see every single year in the NFL where you have a team on the rise, like the Lions are five and one. They're playing great, and it's nothing really against them. But you're playing an established team, the Ravens, who, in my opinion, are not even in my opinion. It's just the truth. Are one of the iconic franchises in the NFL who have one of the best coaches and one of the best quarterbacks. The Lions are going to lose this game. The, the Ravens need it more. The Ravens, if they fall to four and three, you're kind of playing catch up in the AFC right now, given how well the a, all the AFC teams are playing. So the Ravens need this one more, and for that reason, I'm going to go with them to beat the Lions. And David Montgomery being out, as you said, is a major reason as to why I'm doing so. Yeah, and and what I was going to say there at the at the end of that was that the Lions, even without you know their running back, uh, their main running back, and if Gibbs even if he doesn't play, I still like their weapons on uh, their receiving core and their tight end. Laporte yeah. has been phenomenal. Uh, Laporte has He's been so everything. Good. He's been everything Mark Andrews hasn't been. Uh, Jamison Williams is back, and he caught a touchdown last week. Hasn't done much, but he caught a touchdown last week, and I think he's ready to start exploding yeah, off. He just I mean, needs some time. He needs some time. Exactly. And, and then uh, on the other side, I mean, Amin Ra is, is phenomenal. Uh, Josh Reynolds is good, you know. Uh, Cleef Raymond. They have so many. They have so many good position players. People forget. So uh, it's going to be up to that O line. I think they're going to win in the yeah. trenches. If that O line can provide some push for Craig Reynolds, Gibbs, if he plays, we're going to see some exciting stuff in that game. So that's that's going to be a fun game to watch. Maybe game of the week. Honestly, it might be. It might. Uh, be. Commanders at Giants. The Giants are two and a half point underdogs at home. Thirty seven and a half is the over under. Uh, give me the commanders. I, I just think the giants are just so flat. This, this is just a red flag of a year for them. You know, complete alarms, fire the they're alarms. In a, they're in a similar situation as the Pats, except they Dables, just paid their quarterback. They just paid their quarterback and <laughs> yeah. Dable isn't going anywhere. Uh-huh. I, I really can't see Dable getting fired. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the, you know what? No, I'm going to go with the Giants. I'm going to take the Giants. Um, I don't think that highly of the Commanders. I think they fight. Uh, I think they play hard. But the Giants kind of showed me something last week. They showed a little bit of grit that, you know, I don't think a one in five team should have. They showed much more heart and compete than the Pats did. Um, hmm. I mean, that's obvious. The Pats literally just don't try anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I think the Giants showed something last week. I thought. I thought Tarod played very well. Um, I thought he looked great. Is Danny Dimes playing this week? I don't think it's confirmed, yes or, yes or no, but I, I think thought, I think it's trending towards Tyrod. I thought they responded much better to Tarod than they did to Danny Dimes, uh, than they have all year. And I think he brings a certain kind of edge to them that Danny Dimes hasn't. I, I mean, think, yeah, I to mean, me, it- I saw Taylor out there. And it looked like he wanted it way more than Danny Dimes has all year. It looks like Daniel Jones is fat and happy off that contract. And Terod Taylor is coming in trying to fight for a job in the NFL again. That's exactly yeah. what it looks like to me. Is is there something to be said for Daniel Jones getting that huge contract? Many of many people, including us, thinks, you know, he got overpaid. Obviously, he wanted that much. He got paid, whatever. Is there something there where the team is like, they know deep down. They've seen him in oh, practice they know every day. He's not they're the like, guy. they know they're he's like, not all the right, guy. we just paid this guy all this money. He's not doing anything for us right now. Yeah, you know, you didn't pay Saquon when he was the whole offense. Yeah, no, and, 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 and he's probably out of the door. Right. So now you get, and you give Daniel Jones the money. 
I mean, there's probably some there. I mean, there could be, there could be some trouble in the locker room. You know, that it's no, a real I, thing. And I um, I'm so happy that you brought up the Saquon element to it because it's not just that Daniel Jones got paid; it's that Saquon didn't, and at least yeah. didn't when he should have been. Um, but Saquon, you can't, you can't trick NFL players. You, you hear it all the time. You hear ex-players on ESPN or FS1, and they always say, you can't trick the locker room. No matter how much a GM or a coach tries to with a player that they favor or whatnot, you can't trick a locker room. You heard the same thing. I'm not saying Daniel Jones is Tim Tebow because God knows that fucking Daniel Jones is far better than Tim Tebow ever was. <laughs> but Maybe not at baseball. Oh, I think I'm better than <laughs> Tim Tebow at baseball. Um, <laughs> but... Everyone on that team knows that the only reason they made the playoffs last year was because of Brian Dable and Saquon Barkley. And I should have said Saquon Barkley first because he was more responsible for it than Brian Dable, regardless of how much of a great job he did. Mm-hmm. But everyone sees their leader, their best player, uh, their franchise player, not getting ta- not getting taken care of. And the quarterback who, in all honesty, got carried, he did get taken care of. So I'm sure there is a sense of backstabbing. Uh, sense of a lack of loyalty in that room. So I think you hit it on the head. Okay, off to this next one. Browns at Colts. Colts are three-point home underdogs. 40.5 is the over-under here. Um, you know, whether it's P.J. Walker or is Deshaun back? Deshaun practiced for the first time today. Who knows? We do know for the Colts, though, it is Garner Minshew with right. uh, Anthony Richardson. Out for the year. the year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, which, you know – we could touch on it later. We, you know, there's no rush on touching on that, but, right. uh, you know, interesting situation there for the Browns. Though, yeah, exactly. For the, for the Browns though, you know, I mean, do you want Deshaun back? Do you, no. if Deshaun comes back, does he bring much more than what PJ brings? I think Deshaun Who sucks. Knows? I think Deshaun sucks. I think he, um, I think he's got like 600 total yards, like 650 yeah. total yards. He's played I really, I five really, games, what, four games? Like He's just like he's not good. He's not a good quarterback what are anymore. For 150 a game now? Yeah, what like is he's, he's really not good. And Walker showed the ability to distribute the ball, and they established a good running game behind him. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of that had to do with the win got taken out of San Francisco sales with the injuries uh-huh. early. But regardless, the Browns, similarly to – Terod Taylor and the Giants and Daniel Jones, the Browns seem to respond more to PJ Walker than they did than yeah. they have been to Deshaun Watson. So to me, that's a, that's a big part of it. It's not just the skill and the talent mm-hmm. that your quarterback brings to the table. It's it's leadership. It's response from the room. It's do these guys want to fight for you? And I think they do. So honestly, yeah. I'm, I, I think the Browns go out there and win this week. And this Browns defense is legit. They are phenomenal. Completely legit. They're phenomenal. Now, what I'm probably looking at here is is that these um, the Vegas line makers here, you know, three points is not that much. I'm thinking coming off a big win, all that you know, talk, all the right. hype going right. into this Colts game, a little bit of a trap game, maybe, bit of a whatever. trap game. You're right. Uh, you know, it's tough for me to pick here. I just I want to go with this Browns defense taking it, so I'm gonna go Browns here. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised. I really wouldn't be no, surprised. I'm- I'm going with the Browns as well, but as you just said, that trap game feel to it does concern me a bit. And on top of that, Gardner Minshew's had some games this year where it's like, damn, he's he's still pretty good. Uh huh. So, so I, I'll go yeah. with the Browns though. Okay, next game here: Falcons at the Bucks. Bucks are uh, two and a half point favorites. Thirty-seven's the over/under. I mean. Falcons off of a pretty pretty bad loss, I'd say. Uh and the Bucks also off a pretty bad loss. Yep. You know, in the creamsicles, you go out there in the creamsicles, you gotta you gotta put up. Yep. They didn't. So uh this game's interesting to me. I, I like the Falcons. I like what they're doing. Uh I think this might be the game that we might see Taylor Heineke. And and if it is, I'm hammering the Falcons because I love that guy. He could you know, he could motivate me to jump off a bridge and I would do it. You know, like he is, oh, he is a dog. I, I love him. Every time he gets out there, I mean, he just balls. He plays. You know, you who's know, a dog, watch Aiden? him on interviews. He's hilarious. You know who's a dog? Baker Mayfield's a dog. The Bucks are winning this game. The Bucks, Bucks are winning this game of course. by two scores. Uh, Mike Evans is going to go off. Baker, listen, I'm sorry. 
Baker's proven himself to be a, a legit NFL quarterback this year. I really don't think that you can take anything away from what he's done this year. Um, not saying he's elite, but he's played very well, and he's proven that a lot of the shit he's taken over the last few years wasn't fully deserved. So I'm going to go with the Bucks. I'm still holding firm on the Bucks making the playoffs. Uh, I still think they win that division, so I'm going with the Bucks. Okay, um, give me the Falcons here. Uh, I, I'm not taking minus two and a half. I'd honestly maybe even take the Bucks two and a half. Maybe buy that up to three, three and a half. Something, uh, something to look at there. But you know, give me the Falcons, even though they let me down on the like, two, three parlays last week. Falcons suck. <laughs> they suck. Uh, give me Heineke, and and then we'll talk. I I did fall in love with Taylor Heineke in that playoff game against Tom when he was on Tampa. That that was a a ballsy performance. What do we think about this over-under, 37? Are you leaning over or under on that? I think I'm, I'm going over. I'm going to go over because I think both both offenses have the ability to just explode and go off out of nowhere. But then again, Tampa's defense is damn good. And Baker could – I know I just complimented him, but he could have any game where he throws two picks and <laughs> one of them Tampa's gets turned D to six. Tampa's D is nasty. But Tampa's defense is unreal. Um you know what? No, I think it's right. I think the Bucks win twenty-one to thirteen. So yeah, I think it's correct. Okay, off to this next one: Raiders at Chicago. The Bears are two and a half point underdogs at home. Thirty-seven and a half is the over/under. What are you feeling about? What do you What do you like in this game? Who do you like? Does this not feel like a game that Chicago would somehow win? It doesn't hey, me. It, it does would. Me. I mean, what's his name? Freaking Badgent at QB. I mean, if they pull this one off, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. They with pull the Bears. this one off. McDaniel's might not make it to the team playing. Listen to me. <laughs> this is exactly the kind of game that the Bears would win, and more importantly, that the Raiders would lose. Uh, the Raiders are a shit organization. Um, Josh McDaniels, as much as I loved him, thank God he did not end up being our head coach. Um, he's just he's not good at it. It's not his thing. He's not. He's a leader of offenses he's not a leader of teams if that makes sense at all i think he can focus on one area of the game uh-huh. and do a good job of motiv- motivating those guys and keeping them in tune with what's going on keeping them focused on their task at hand but he's not he's not a full coach leader he's not he's not a head coach in the nfl um but i'm gonna go chicago this week uh, at least to cover at least to cover but i think they could win yeah i mean i think I like it. I think Aiden O'Connell's getting the nod. I like him. Uh, I like what he's doing. I don't think he's the future, but I think he's solid. And uh, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Raiders here. But I think this is like the worst game of the week. Yeah, horrible far. game. Horrible. Uh, game. Cardinals going to Seattle. Seattle is seven and a half point favorites at home. Forty four and a half is the over under. You know, Cardinals have shown us a lot this year. They've been taking the bus. The Cardinals have been taking the yeah, bus. Yeah, they've been taking the bus. Uh, they're going to have to take the plane to this one, though. And uh, <laughs> Who knows? And they could take, take the Madden bus. Maybe they'll take the bus, yeah. You can take the Madden bus. Uh, so, you know, this one's interesting. I I think the Seahawks have a lot to prove here. Gino, I could easily see Gino having another stinker. And as he's had a couple, I believe, this year. And the Cardinals, you know, either covering this or getting the win. But also, I mean, the Seahawks playmakers—they just have so many of them compared to the Cardinals. I wanna—I wanna say the Seahawks are gonna win this game, but a part of me wants to go with the Cardinals plus seven and a half. Yeah, that's no, kind of where I'm leaning. I—I I would take Cardinals plus seven and a half. The the Seahawks will win, but the Cardinals are gonna make it a game. Um, I think Gino Gino's been great again, man. I—I I, a lot of people were saying he might fall off. It was kind of split 50-50. He had people saying that he's going to completely fall off, and the other people saying he was going to be an MVP candidate. I thought both were wrong, and he's kind of been exactly what I thought. He's he's good. He's very solid. He does his job. He gets the ball out. He gets the ball to his receivers, and the Seahawks are winning games. So I'm going to go with the Seahawks to win again, but it will be close. It's going to be a close one. You want to talk about a perfect fit? Michael Penix Jr. on the Seahawks. Damn, you're really chasing Geno out, huh? I mean. It's fucked up. I mean. That's fucked up. Uh, no, I really love I really love the story of Gino, and, and I hope you know I hope they can really get hot here. No, but I, and, I do see what you're saying. And wouldn't Gino Smith be a perfect bridge guy to like help 
Oh, for help sure. Help mentor a young quarterback. Oh, and, and play already, another yes. one, two years, and mm-hmm. then the next guy can know, step in, and then you're fine. You already know that, you know, this late surgeons in the near the end part of his career, I could see him 100% leveraging it and going to the booth as like a Ryan Fitzpatrick or yeah. uh, RG3. So Yeah, he's become such a likable guy. Yeah. Such a likable guy. And mm-hmm. imagine if that happens, they get Penix, and then – it works out with him. How much worse does Russell Wilson look? Like, oh my Jesus gosh. Christ, he looks so bad. That'd be a horrible look for him. Yeah, no, Russ. Uh, I feel bad about the whole Russ thing because he was honestly one of my favorite quarterbacks when he was in the Seahawks. You know, he is a horrible football player. He's yeah. I mean, oh boy, uh, really I don't want to touch on that. He's awful. Uh, Steelers going to. The Rams, Rams are three-point favorites at home. 43-and-a-half is the over-under here. What do we think? Uh, you know, Steelers a little banged up. Yep. I think Fryermuth is back. Um, Deontay Johnson might be back. I believe he's practicing. That could be huge. Yeah. You know, defense. I, it's, it's an interesting one. What do you got? This is going to be – it's going to sound weird. This is going to be, for me at least, one of the more enjoyable games to watch this week. I think it's it's going to be highly competitive. I think both teams are very evenly matched. Um, I think that they both may be a tiny bit better than their record show, uh, even though they both had their inconsistencies over the year. But I think their ceilings are both much higher than what their records are right now. Okay, I'm going to go with the Steelers. I believe in Tomlin. I believe in that defense. And I think that Kenny's had a very good season uh, outside the first two weeks, which he was awful. But I think Kenny's been kind of what we were expecting him to be. So I'm going to go with the Steelers to win this game. Uh, And I'm not necessarily ruling them out to maybe get a bit hot down the line here. Uh, Yeah, I like Steelers plus three. I I think that line's a little little wacky. Um, I don't know if they they win just because I feel like the Rams are just so good at covering it and keeping it close. Uh, it's going to be close. Uh, it's going to be tough. That's t- this is probably one of the tougher ones for me to pick. But I think if you're going to look for any bet there, it's probably Steelers plus three, uh, in my opinion. Uh, to this next game, this is a better game. Finally, we're heating up a tiny bit. Chargers going to Arrowhead, playing the Chiefs at home. Chiefs are five and a half point favorites. Forty eight is the over under. Ah, uh, Herbert. I mean, coming off a really bad game, you know, like, he he's. He's he's another one. He's one of those guys where, you know, I mean, you want to bunch him in the Trevor Lawrence thing, but Trevor Lawrence, I feel like, has been more impressive uh, at at times, and and I feel like he's been more consistent. I think Herbert has has trouble staying consistent, but you just want him to take that leap where it's like, okay, he is now in the category that you know. You, you want know, him to be in that Mahomes on. category. You want exactly. him to be in the Mahomes category. I mean, you, category. Want, you want him to shoot. Right now, he's like teetering, like he's like ready to better, launch off. He's a better Philip Rivers, where Philip Rivers was in that category below Peyton and Tom and Big Ben and Rogers, where he was Philip Rivers was that tier below. The only difference between Philip Rivers and Herbert is that Herbert has a far better argument of being in that top tier without actually being in it, if that makes sense at all, what I just said. But he really is just, to this point, Phillip Rivers with better stats. He doesn't win that much. Um, The Chargers, to me, it's more telling of the Chargers than anything else. Rivers was great. Herbert's great. Dan Fouts going way back was phenomenal. They got nothing to show for it. So I think this is a systematic issue with the Chargers and how shitty of an organization that they are, um, they should just like erase that team and let the players become like free agents and go <laughs> elsewhere. They're they're a joke. Uh, so I'm assuming you're on the Chiefs here. I'm on the Chiefs, but with that said, I think they went by field goal. the Ch- The Chargers always play them very tough. Uh, the char- the Chiefs are not as good as they've been in the past. Um, I'm kind of sick of everyone blowing them a bit. I really don't think that the Chiefs are. I don't think the Chiefs have a chance in hell of going to the Super Bowl. I really don't. Um, wow. But the Chargers always play them well, even when the Chiefs were uh, better than they were better, better than they are this year. Sorry for that. Um, 
So I'm going to take the Chargers to keep this within a field goal game. I think the Chiefs win like 27-24. Okay, I do think it's going to be close. I agree on that. Uh, I'm going to go Chiefs here, though. I, I think just Mahomes, whether it's a two-minute drill at the end. He's going to find a way to win yeah. the game at the end, yeah. Um, so Packers going uh, over to Denver. Denver's one-point underdog, so it's pick them there. 45 is the over-under. Give me the Packers. I mean, yeah, I know Jordan Love has been underwhelming recently. Give me the Pack. I think Jordan Love's just going through growing pains. I, I think maybe we – not we. I think we actually hit the nail on the head that he's going to have these issues. But I still believe in him. I, I, I still feel that Jordan Love is going to have a good career. Maybe not, obviously, Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre, but I think he's going to find – a bit of success with Green Bay, and I think he'll be their quarterback for at least the next five years. I don't see him going anywhere anytime soon, and I love the chemistry that he's already developed with Christian Watson. I think Christian Watson is becoming one of the more underrated players across the whole league. I think Christian Watson is phenomenal, and I think he's just going to keep getting better along with Jordan Love. So, yeah, give me the Packers this week. All right, I think we both agree on that one. Dolphins going over to Philly. Philly is in the Kelly green uniforms. Might have to consider that going, oh, yeah. going into the bets. Unreal. Two Unreal. and a half points. Probably the best jerseys in football, maybe besides the creamsicles and maybe the mm-hmm. Patriots reds. Um, Dolphins going over to Philly. Uh, Philly is two and a half point favorites at home. 52 is the over under. This is going to be a shootout. Sunday night football. Game of the week. Give me give me all that. I, I, I love it. Um, you know, this game's a tough, tough one to pick. Uh you know, part of me wants to leave, lean to the Dolphins. Um, I know they're a little banged up. I know the Eagles are a little banged up. Lane Johnson, uh, some defensive guys as well. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a pretty evenly fought game. I feel like, um, if I have to pick a winner here, I mean, the the pick I'm going with really is I think over 52. I think it is what it's gonna be anticipated. Uh, I think it's gonna be a shootout, absolute shootout. I could see it being some something similar to what the Super Bowl was. This past year, where it's you know touchdown after touchdown after score score, yep. Yep. Uh, so so give me the over on fifty two, and uh, you know, I used to be, I used to be honest. I, I don't love what I've seen from the Eagles yet. They haven't really took off and, and flown as I thought they would. Uh, give, I like give me, that wordplay. I like that wordplay. <laughs> fuck, this is a tough one to pick. Uh, I can go. Do you have I one? Yeah. Do you have one? I think the Dolphins are gonna not mollywop them, but they're gonna. How do I know that? They're going to take care of business. The Dolphins are going to take care of business. Like you just said, I don't care what the Eagles' record is. They have not looked good all season. They have not. They have not. Has Jalen Hurts looked the same to you? No. Have the receivers looked the same to you? Have Have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith looked great in the same game like they did all year last year? No. It's been one or the other, which is so weird because they found that perfect balance last year where they'd find a way to get each of them like six, seven, maybe even up to ten catches, and then the other one was still eating on the other side of the field. So it didn't matter. It didn't matter how well one played. The other one never struggled. This year, and I think it's more A.J. Brown than Devontae Smith. I think A.J. Brown is starting to have a real problem with how good Devontae Smith has gotten. But the Eagles have a weird, a weird mojo about them right now, and I really don't think that they're all that great. Um They'll make the playoffs for sure, but they've been struggling. Regardless of their record, they've been struggling. And that loss that they just suffered, that's been a long time coming. They have not been playing the right way, and they were due for a loss like that. And I think it's going to continue into this week. I got the Dolphins winning this one. Um, Just to be a little different here, I'm going Finns plus two and a half. So I think they keep it really close, but I do think the Eagles win uh, just so we have a little bit of variation on that. I, I, I can think tell you want to take Miami. I can tell you want to take Miami. I just love Tyreek, dude. He is so he's good. He's so good. He's so good. He is so nobody nobody can tell me he's not a first ballot first he's, ballot. He's uh, the MVP. Receiver. He is MVP right now. I mean Tyreek for two, Hill is for, the MVP. He he leaves the best quarterback in the league, Mahomes, and then Maybe he, he's he's gonna end up being the same best quarterback yeah. ever. Whoa, wait, run that back? Mahomes is going to end up being the second best quarterback ever. Oh, oh I thought you said the best. I was like, whoa, wait, time no, out. No, no, that no. Now. I was no. like, whoa. Uh, <laughs> I thought you'd um, know me better by now. Yeah, no, I, that's why me? I thought I had a double you take. You kidding me? I had to do a double take. Uh, no, I, I love Tyreek. I mean, for him to leave, like I'm saying, leave Mahomes, go to a new team, 
to a quarterback that a lot of people think is is average, even though he's been a little bit above average the past two years. Right, because I of Tyreek. Because of yeah, Tyreek, let's be honest. And, and to be to be in the MVP combo in both of those years, at least so far for this one, and, and he was yeah. last year at points. He is he's a first ballot, first ballot. I mean, yeah. he's a dog. No, uh, I agree. I agree. Great. This is gonna be a great game. I, I love it. You know, give me the over and 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 Finn's two and a half. Uh, Monday Night Football, last game we're going to touch on here. 49ers going to Minnesota. Minnesota six and a six and a half point underdogs uh, at home. 44 is the over-under. What do we think? You think the Niners bounce back? Yeah, I think so. Um, the Niners are pissed. They're ticked off. They shouldn't have lost that game regardless of the injuries that they had. Um, that was an embarrassing loss for the Niners. I know that they clearly show some fight. They have some heart. You got to make that field goal, man. You got to make that field goal. You never want to lose like that. Um, it's clearly a winnable game, given that you have a field goal to win at the end. The last drive, I'm sorry, but that was a ref show. Uh, the refs kind of handed the Browns that game at the end. A lot of bad penalties. Uh, the Niners were just kind of out there standing around, and they were somehow getting pass interference and holdings. Uh, that was kind of bullshit on part of not just the refs, but the NFL. Um, but – I'm going to take the Niners to win this one. I think they kind of kick Minnesota's teeth, and I don't think Minnesota stands a chance. Um, yeah, I think the Niners take care of business purely off of, uh, you know, just this defense is amazing. Uh, and I think this is going to be a game that look out for the under 44 here because if McCaffrey doesn't go or if he's banged up, yeah. if Trent Williams doesn't go and he's banged up or if he plays and he's banged up, and then Debo Samuel, same thing. You know, if you're doing that, you're missing three of your four best weapon, three of your four best weapons. You know, you got Kittle there, you got Ayuk still there. Um, I mean, we haven't really seen what Purdy is without weapon, without his top weapons. Right. So be that'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, so give me, give me the under in this one. I think it's just going to be defensive showdown for for the Niners, and I don't think the Vikings can be able to do much on them. The injury I'm most concerned about is Trent Williams for sure. If, oh yeah, he's he's so good. He's oh probably God. he's their best player. Not even yeah. probably. Oh, like, he, he is their best player. He, um, I think, two years either last, you know, last year he graded out, uh, or no, maybe last year from two years ago, whatever it was, he graded out as the number or as the highest PFF rating in the history of the NFL. That's absurd. It's absurd. Like just so good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, we got a good slate here. I'm excited for the games. Make sure you guys go ahead and follow us on all platforms: Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, watch our podcasts on audio, watch our podcasts on video like I'm sure you're doing now. Check out our clips on YouTube, and we're going to be having short-form clips coming rapidly uh, throughout the week, every week. We also have some exciting news coming up within the next two weeks, so make sure you stay tuned, and you're going to want some some action in that. So uh, thanks for watching, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. See ya.